hey, we're watching a movie. That's what a lot of people are saying. Get your popcorn, watch the movie, sit back and enjoy. I've even heard prophecies like that uh, from people that didn't hear the talk heads say it. But so many today are talking about all the things that's happening around us as if we're watching a movie. And you have to wonder if it's real. It's certainly surreal. Well, let's talk about it a minute. You know, the Bible teaches us that we're going to give an account of every deed done in this body, whether it be good or evil. And so thank God for the blood of Jesus. But here in uh, John chapter 3, verse 20, it says, For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. So here we're talking about some things operate in darkness or undercover, clandestine, they're incognito or anonymous, whatever. Uh, you pick up a rock and a lot of little creepy crawlers are underneath that rock. But they're under there in darkness, in the damp and the darkness. And that's where they thrive. That's where they hide. And that's what's going on today. The rock is being moved up. And underneath are all these uh, creatures that have been crawling around, you know, in the swamp, so to speak. Let me read you another scripture before I continue. Um, this is in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and you could read verses 1 through 4. It says in verse 4, For I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness, and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive his commendation from God. So, here, Paul says that at the coming of the Lord, the parousia, um, there is going to be an unveiling and a revealing of the hearts and the deeds done, and God's going to take care and balance the books, and all judgments are going to be made, and there will be a time for uh, good judgments, a time for bad judgments, a time for sentences, uh, and so forth. And that's going to happen at the parousia, or the coming of the Lord. Now, there are things, though, that are happening now, and we're seeing it happen faster and faster, and heads are spinning, and heads are going to be removed, probably, from their positions because of the corruption that has been taking place. And you know, it's kind of strange when you think about it, because um, we have, and I'm speaking about myself, I mean, I'm not talking about complete ignorance or complete naivety. Uh, because there was a certain awareness we had of the things going on around about us throughout our lives. And that changed, hopefully, as maturity progressed from the time we were infants to toddlers to pubescent, adolescent, and adults, and so on, and growing as adults. We became more and more aware of the things going on around about us, even as the things around about us increasingly got worse and worse. Uh, so the corruption was being revealed more and more, especially in the last few years. 
So there's like a convergence of uh, phenomenon that are taking place. Our maturation and then our awareness of the corruption that is itself increasing. So when all those things converge, it's almost like a sudden awakening to the extent and the magnitude of what's going on. And there's that moment or that time or that uh, facet of our being that wants to deny it can be that bad. It, it just, it can't be that bad. There can't be that many bad people. There can't be that much evil in the world. But yes, there can. And yes, there is. And we're seeing it. So it's almost like we're watching a movie because with a movie, you know, you can choose if you want to pick a character to live vicariously through for the two hours you're watching a movie. And then if that character wins in the end, you feel like you've been vindicated. But at any rate, you're entertained and you look at the nuances and the dynamics of relationships and conflicts, conflict resolution. You look at the suspense and the drama and the mystery and the um, solving of the dilemma and the conundrums. And, and uh, you feel the ups and downs of human emotion and that's what the writer intends to capture and then portray and convey to you so that you can get on board for that couple of hours uh, you may be thinking that you're escaping because you're looking at something that's not real, and a lot of times it is fiction. But even the fiction, you know, fact is stranger than fiction, because even fiction oftentimes is based on a human imagination, and human imagination sometimes is based on experiences or awareness of certain facets of society and culture and uh, the dynamics of politics and uh, crime and solving crimes and, and all the different fantasies and so forth that human beings uh, imagine. But the imagination is something that, to a large extent, be brings possibility into the purview, even if it's something that seems to be elusive or in the distance. And so people have quests that they go on to try to reach those points of uh, and goals, objectives that they try to pursue and they try to equip themselves, hone their skill set, whatever it is. So when you say watching a movie, um, it could be a metaphorical thing of what we're actually doing. So they say, get the popcorn, let's watch the movie. I mean, if you look at these people, you know, whether it's Joe Biden, some, some, and here's what some people do. They go to extremes with it. I admit it. They go to extremes with it. Um, the caricatures of people. You know, a caricature is uh, often an artist um, <clears throat> portrayal that's exaggerated of certain features or characteristics of the person that they're painting. For instance, if they have a big nose, they make the nose even bigger. They have big ears, they make the no ears even bigger so that they are monstrosities and they're not, <laughs> they're not exactly what the person looks like, but it draws attention to that feature that the artist is trying to uh, make a composite of the caricature that they are uh, portraying of that person. And, and that can happen even in description, not just uh, an artist, you know, with paint and a pencil and a, a picture, 
but it can happen in a person's word descriptions. You know, they can use hyperboles, they can use exaggerations and so forth to try to get people to focus on these um, features or characteristics that stand out and distinguish a person from somebody else, and maybe in a bad way, actually. And then sometimes they, like today, they talk about, that's not really Joe Biden, that's an actor. Or that's not really the White House, that's a set. And frankly, there have been times that uh, Joe Biden and others have been on a set that wasn't really the White House, and it's been proven. Generally, I think it's the White House, and generally I think it's uh, really Joe Biden. But there are people that say, that's not even Joe Biden. Joe Biden, they go to extremes. Joe Biden's already been killed, or Joe Biden's dead, or whatever. That's not the real Joe Biden. I believe that most of the time you're looking at the real Joe Biden. And uh, you could take Joe Biden, the president. You could take any of the other nefarious, often nefarious uh, players in this movie that we're watching and people that sometimes are useful idiots. And sometimes it, it's possible. I'm going to say it's possible sometimes there's an actor or somebody portraying somebody. But I'd say most of the time it's the person. So we don't have to go off and fall in that rabbit hole of, well, I don't think that's really Joe Biden. Um, sad fact of the matter, it is. But it's like watching a movie. How can you make this up? See, have you ever heard that expression, you can't make that up? Well, that's kind of a, a negative way of saying you can make it up. That's the only way that it can be real is if you make it up. Because that's what happens in movies. People imagine things based on things they've seen, things they've heard, things they've experienced, things they want to happen. Then they write about them. Then they cut a movie on it. You know, so that's why it just seems like you're watching a fictional drama play out. But you're involved. You're involved in this movie. So it's not even vicarious. I mean, you're actually in the movie. So what part do you play? Are you for it or against it? Are you doing your part, however little insignificant you may think it is? And uh, in some ways it's exciting because we know that we're watching the movie of God's kingdom. That's a real documentary if you please. It just, we don't understand all the different uh, aspects of it. And uh, sometimes it's just so fascinating. Other times it's like surreal. Sometimes it's like that can't be the case. And it just seems like the whole overall picture that's ongoing is beyond our comprehension it baffles our credulity you know and then when you delve into it the the depths of any particular role player um and you start looking at their caricatures and their fast the facets of their character and their features and their behaviors and their motives it's almost too much for the mind to take so it seems like a big fantasy it seems like a big you know i'll wake up one day 
and this won't be here. Uh, you will wake up, but it will be here, but you will see it for what it is. You will see it as a conspiracy. And when you start talking about movies and you bring in the conspiracy aspect of people getting together behind the scenes and deciding they're going to carry out this plot against or for something and they decide who's going to do what, it's not always a neatly uh, orchestrated uh, and perpetrated plot. Sometimes it's, it's messy. Well, it is messy. And sometimes a person has a particular role. They know what their role is, but they don't necessarily know how it fits into the bigger picture until and if they do. And then the people that are not involved at all, they, they're going on about their business, going to work, going to recreation, going to the exercise class, going home, watching TV, going to sleep, reading a book. And then one day they wake up and they're in the middle of this movie. But the movie is reality. It's just hard to believe it's real because it is so bizarre. You know, it's bizarre. It's so strange. It's so peculiar. It's hard to believe that people can be as corrupt as they are. But then when you think about the spirits behind the evil in the world, that Satan and the demons are behind the evil, and the people are just carrying out their, their plot and conspiracy against God. you got the Antichrist spirit. You've got the demonic realm. You've got the unseen realm where all these things are happening all the time while we are going about our business. But because we don't spend our time with our head in the clouds or our head behind the clouds or our head under a rock, we don't seem to recognize these things are happening. So when something emerges in living color, it shocks us. It gets us, gets us off guard. And uh, some things will be judged at the coming of the Lord. Ultimately, all things will be judged at the coming of the Lord. But in the meantime, the light that we read in the Scripture, the light uh, that actually makes this movie possible to see is going to reveal some things that are going to be judged uh, in human courts and in the public courts even before the ultimate court decision gavel comes down so here we are in the middle of this movie and it's it's entertaining folks it's kind of exciting because we know the end of the story you know spoiler spoiler alert spoiler alert god wins we're gonna win we're on the winning side you're the winner if you're on the right side but that's the thing so you're gonna have to pick a side you you know up until recently at least in a lot of the churches in America, uh, particularly the churches that were predominantly white, I think, don't get involved in politics. Don't say anything about politics. Don't talk about Democrats or Republicans. Don't say anything about the government. Be careful what you say. And we are and should have a certain respect for dignitaries and us. We should, but lately it's been eroded because of the things that's happened. But 
we should have a certain respect, but we were not allowed to talk about corruption or talk about one party as if one party's motivations was wrong and then talk about the other party as if their motivation was supposed to be right, but behind the scenes they were hypocrites just talking politics so they could get elected. So, you know, all these things are happening and we have suddenly, suddenly, it's, you know, you may have been a very political, geni uh, political genius all your life, but even the political geniuses, I've watched some of them, and I'm going, do they even know themselves what's going on? And you say, well, do you know what's going on, Pastor Rick? I know a whole lot more than I used to. I'll tell you that right now. And some of the things I didn't want to believe and some things I don't want to believe. It's like watching a movie. It's like being involved in a movie. But the fact is, this movie is reality. And... Uh, now, some things are unreal, some things are obscured, some things are hypocritical, some things are duplicious, some things are not what they seem to be, but they're coming to light. That's what's happening now. It's coming to light in this movie. So as this movie now has been going on, and the, the first part of the movie was kind of slow, that's why we weren't watching it, you know, we kind of zoned out, got a little bored, but the action has picked up, and the action will continue to pick up. So you're going to see a lot of things happen here in May and in June and July and August and September and throughout the remainder of 2022 between the Alep and the Tav, the first and the last, the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. You're going to see a lot of things happen and it's going to happen fast and it's going to be staggering when you hear the names and what has happened and who's involved. Because many people have not been watching the movie. The movie's been playing, but they've been in the other room doing other things. And I'll admit, when it, when it comes down to it, you know, you have to even keep this movie in perspective because there, it, it's like having a bunch of movies going at the same time in a way. I remember one time I heard that Elvis, when he was live, he would watch all three football games on a Saturday afternoon He'd have ABC, NBC, and CBS going on his wall with the old tube televisions. And if you go to Graceland, you can see those three televisions across the, the wall there on the other side of the, the, the living room area uh, or the den where he could watch those three t TVs simultaneously in three football games. Once so people are, uh, they pick out what show they want to watch. They want that a la carte, you know, uh, service where they can pick out what they watch and ignore what they don't want to watch. So I guess in a way you could say this is a lot of movies happening simultaneously. And ultimately, though, it's all God's kingdom and purpose and will that's going to come to a culmination when Jesus comes like we read in the scripture when we started. But in this movie, there are some plots and subplots and characters that are just... Uh, just you, you just can't make it up. You cannot make it up what's going on. So as I conclude, I just got through uh, taping up on my wall a flowchart. Uh, I guess you'd call it a flow. It's kind of a flowchart, but it's got all the characters and players in the Spygate uh, fiasco that took place throughout Donald Trump's first tenure uh, or term as president because I don't believe it's his last in fact, he is a real president right now. Got you there. Uh, 
Joe Biden is not constitutionally elected. It was complete fraud, 100% complete fraud. And that's the movie we're living in, how that can happen and how it can be allowed to happen, how we could know it's happening, how nobody seems to be doing anything about it. But hark, somebody is doing something about it. And hark, it's not over yet. In fact, this movie's action is getting ready to pick up. And I'm going to conclude like this. It seems like every movie that has drama or suspense has got to have that car chase or got to have that chase. Somebody's running from somebody. Somebody's uh, in a car. Somebody's on foot. They're running from somebody. Somebody's trying to catch them. They're eluding them. They're not eluding them. Now they're about to catch them. Now they eluded them again. Now they thought they eluded them. Then they, the next day they show up again. Somebody's on the trail. Well, that's where we are right now. We're in the middle of that scene where that car chase is picking up and the evil perpetrators are in one car and they're sliding off down alleys and going around corners and trying to elude the light. But the Bible said the light will bring things out of the darkness and disclose the purposes of the heart. So that's just a little bit of my take on the movie. You could talk about it for the rest of the day, but I'm going to let you go now because it's been almost 22 minutes. Father, as we are involved in the reality of this movie, with all the things that we see in an actual movie, but the reality of our involvement and your will and your purpose and your plan and how the evil of the enemy is being brought to the fore, Help us to enjoy it as we should, you know, have the emotions we should and keep them in check. But to do our part, regardless of how small we think it is. And the biggest part is the prayer and the intercession. Because the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. But then there's putting feet to our prayers and depending on what the prayer was, going and voting or going and speaking or conversing or communicating or whatever uh, legal righteous path there is. That's the path we want to take. So give us wisdom as this movie picks up pace. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. We know you're the winner. We're winners. Jesus won. He He did die on the cross, but he rose again the third day, and he's coming back in all of his majesty, splendor, and glory. Have a great day, my friend. Talk to you later.